We got to get this shit going. My free AOL disc runs out in 70 minutes. <laughs> well, I got to I got to download some pictures of Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> Put them on floppy disc. Vanessa Hudgens. Oh my god. Zach Efron's uh, ex-girlfriend. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I just remember her being famous back when they had free AOL discs. I only know because we wrote that fucking movie for Zach Efron and researching him found out they used to date um ah. it's hard out motherfuckers hard it's out. Been a minute yeah it has chris yeah, it is has. day jobbing it i'm back with none other than cactus shack himself r michael gall speaking of cactus shack remember on the show it's a ticking time bomb at the hour mark it dies no matter if a guest is in mid-sentence or whatever so you got to get your plugs in early October 4th, Cactus Jack, the movie finally fucking drops. Yeah. Seven years in the making. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Blu-ray, streaming. Streaming on Vudu, locked, still waiting on others. Um, Amazon's got the pre-order. Deep Discount has it for like 25% less right now, but you got to pay shipping. But if you get 25 bucks worth of shit, shipping is free. Um, I saw last night I Googled um cactus jack blu-ray just to right. see if the distributor was like doing their job and getting word out and it's in a shitload of places yeah, a lot of these got... horror websites are picking picked up the press release and are and are pushing it and it goes directly to a click thing where to a link where you can buy it right there it's right awesome so all you got to do is google cactus jack October 4th or even Blu-ray, but um, we do have some PR guys who are going to be sending us a little media tour. So the distributor, you know, they play a numbers game. It's volume for them. They're just going to try and throw it out there with all the other titles they got going. These PR guys we got are going to be focused on us, trying to get us, you know, out there on podcasts, et cetera. But in the meantime, as always, this episode, like every episode, is brought to you by Cactus Jack. <laughs> Bringing you hate since 2015. Yeah, pre-Trump administration for all you assholes who are like, this is what a stupid liberal thinks of Trump supporters. Like, the Trump supporters, per se, didn't even exist when we started making this. Yeah, I love that. I love when, when like, the, the far right, uh, you know, the Q people and shit, when they went, all the one-star reviews after we did the premiere from those guys. Or after we fired it. Yeah, feeling all singled out and shit. And what's what's funny about that is like it's about a guy right. who happens who's just broken and filled with hate, who happens to also attach his thought process to that same shit. It's you didn't see child molesters getting all up in arms because of Freddy Krueger. Right. He wasn't speaking for all child molesters. Just the one. Yeah. Come it's on. Very weird. Settle down, guys. It's very narcissistic to think this movie's about you. Yeah. People do that all the time, though. Both sides of the stupid ass binary political spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it's everyone. True. It's maddening. I can't stand Fuck it. Fuck I signed up for Andrew Yang's forward party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you always throw a saddle on the horse with the most broken back. Hey, they're hey, going to be in the no ballot in 15 chance? states, and by 2023, 30 states. Ah, Republicans ah. are joining it. It's who has a, no chance of winning? I'm jumping on that guy's back. Hey, man. It's got Considering three the wheels. choices, you blame me? It's either that or just not bother voting. I, I, I prefer not to Brand. participate. Yeah. I, I, Russell Brand's got it right. Fuck it. Yeah. He probably does. But the main thing the forward party is pushing for is ranked choice voting to start with. If we can get that, that would be a huge win. Just for Explain the that to me. What is that? Ranked choice voting is where you don't just put down, this is my guy. You put down, this is my guy. This is my next choice. This is my third choice. 
and it's all scaled, you know what I mean? Or weighted. Your second choice gets so much weight, first choice, and then it works out that way. So, so then we would have after after major major elections, we would then have guys who spent the rest of their life saying, I came in number three in the 2024 <laughs> fucking presidential election. Well, we now of- they came in number three on your ballot, but they came in first overall. Right. But would all they out. then would they then when they're tabulating it, they'd be like, OK, the winner is Donald fucking Trump. And second place was this guy. And third place was this guy. Would we know it would, about it? I think probably, yeah. And uh, I think transparency is part of the name of the game. But secondly, the presidential election, everyone focuses on that. But this is more about down-ballot shit where motherfuckers run unopposed in these districts where they're locked up for Republicans or Democrats. So people don't even bother running because they know they're not going to win. Ah, so so the, elections, the elections where your vote actually counts. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. All right, that makes sense. So, yeah, because presidential election. And the other thing they're pushing for is open primaries because that shit's stupid too. How independents can't vote in a primary, so you don't really get a true gauge of who the preferred candidate is. Yeah. And then sixty percent of the fucking country doesn't subscribe to either one of these parties, yet they're always handed candidates by these two parties, and that's what we get to choose. So, anyway, not to get all super political in this shit. We do have the wheel of random topics. If we run out of shit to say, then we just give it a spin and talk about whatever random shit there is. Feel free to email us, hit us up on social media or whatever, and throw topics at us. I just asked for a couple to fill out the last remaining spots. And somebody said we should talk about the LA Sheriff's Department gangs. Are you aware of this thing? There's like actual gangs of cops, like... (laughs) I'm going to do more research on it. I am a little familiar with it, but that's something I'm going to save for next episode or whatever, because it runs deep, dude. And there's a lot of history and gangs involved. of cops, gangs of cops, dude. Yes. Wow. And my sister, Sarah, throughout Victorian era plumbing as a subject. to talk. I'm about. a big fan of that. You know, I mean, that these- played a big part in my family tree, because I don't know if you know this, but. A very uh, a great, 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 great uncle of mine was one of the suspects in the Jack the Ripper murders. And I'm sure he had to dispose of through plumbing like a bloody T-shirt every once in a while and things like that. And Ancestry DNA does not tell me how he fucking accomplished that. So I would love to deep dive that shit. <laughs> deep dive into a privy. <laughs> Man, I remember when I was in Europe touring those castles and shit. Just, oh my God. That's the kind of thing we totally take for granted where everyone's going around bitching and complaining all day. Like, dude, you could take a shit and flush it. Yeah. Is life that bad? Yeah, you think you had a bad day? Go to 1881 and take a shit. Yeah, or go to Zimbabwe right now and you got (laughs) to dig a hole and shit in it. Yeah. It's insane, man. We're so ungrateful, myself included. It's nice to have these reminders, you know, but uh, it's so easy to go through life just bitching and moaning about everything. It's so old. It is so old. People feel the need to share their opinion about every fucking thing. (laughs) Nobody cares. Nobody nobody cares what we think. Yeah, that's why we had stopped podcasting for a minute, partly, but uh, it's more like this is just fun to me at this point. I don't give a fuck. And I was doing this one buzzkill which is essentially ripped off this premise of the buzzer at the hour mark with this dude ryan and uh, that went weird sideways for some reason um i don't want to get into all the weirdness of how it expired but uh that one was like a movie book report i'm done i don't, I don't want to just talk about movies oh, Fuck yeah. movies that's just boring as hell doing a book report about it beat by beat talking about it i just want to converse about weird random shit like we got on the board up here should i spin it or I think you got, spin it. All right, let's see what we got. So your dog looks like Hitler. Tell me about this. My dog looks like Hitler. <laughs> she does. Uh, we have to put a picture up here. So yeah, I have a great side by side comparison where they're in exactly the same pose. <laughs> of course, um, the Cactus Jack guys, and the first thing they spin is a fucking Hitler. <laughs> She, uh, she's the, she's the coolest dog. She, she doesn't care for Jewish people, but she's otherwise really, 
a good dog. Um, hates the gays too, but whatever. Um, that's what dogs do. Yeah. It, but she's her marking. She's white with spot, you know, like kind of patches of different colors and uh, browns and shit. Mm-hmm. But on like this part of her, there's a color marking that goes like this that's brown, and then her ears are also brown. So when it's like it looks even like Hitler's hair, <laughs> and she's got just black in the toothbrush <laughs> fucking mustache thing. And uh, uh, the kids at work uh, call her a dog barkler. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll wait for me to walk past her. And then she will attack me from behind and go up and punch me directly and precisely in both kidneys. Hmm. This dog. Yeah. The dog's nuts. I, uh, yeah, she's, she's, crazy today actually is our she was a rescue uh it's our gotcha day with her we've had her a year interesting how old was she when you got her about three months she was being fostered got her housebroken already no no she was not she was really really difficult and really challenging and we sent her to like a training Mm -hmm. thing really cool guy here here locally in milwaukee and kind of pricey but gave her sort of the fundamentals and then shock therapy (laughs) yeah yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of nipple clamps and things and and (laughs) but we don't we don't conduct ourselves like we're not looking for a police dog or or a guard dog you know so the dog gets loved on a lot so it doesn't fucking listen at all just does as she pleases and then gets rewarded for it, which is awesome. That's fuck it. Who cares? Speaking of Hitler, you ever seen that show hunting Hitler? I haven't. I was Dude. told about it and I was going to check it out. Did they ever fucking find? Well, I'm watching it for the second time. Cause I told my wife like years ago, like you got to watch this shit. It's fucking awesome. And of course she doesn't listen to me. So some co- coworker of hers like two months ago was like, this show's awesome. So of course you got to listen to the coworker and watch it now. <laughs> but, uh, it's fucking compelling, dude. Of course, it's a reality show. And of course, there's conspiracy in it. And these guys have some confirmation bias they're chasing. But there's some irrefutable shit in it. Like, the dudes on this show found a secret tunnel from the Fuhrer bunker to the airport. Like, it's insane. All indications wow. appear that Hitler escaped Germany the day before he supposedly died, flew to Denmark, flew to Nova Scotia, took a fucking seaplane down the Atlantic, stopping to be refueled by U-boats. There were like 40 U-boats that were still unaccounted for after the war. And landed in South America. And it was in this safe house in Michiones, Argentina, it appears. Wow. And wow. it gets so crazy. By the third season, they found like this heavy water plant. There was one in um, Scandinavia and one in Argentina, where that's where you make nukes using heavy water, et cetera. So essentially, like it looked like they were trying to rebuild the Fourth Reich and blow up the Panama Canal in New York City. Jesus Christ. And no one has any idea. Like the Hitler trail kind of just dissipates. They don't know if he died or just because he was sick. But like one of the safe houses had the specific kind of stomach ailment medications that he was on and shit in it. Like ah. it's super compelling, dude. You got to watch it. It's fucking wow. crazy. Wow. Where can I find it? Um. I think it was a history channel show, but uh, I just use like our, we have like the AT&T direct TV. I just use the uh, on demand shit punched yeah. it in. It shows up. Nice. Just nice. Marked it, but uh, I'll check it out. Don't, man. don't spoil it for me. Don't tell yeah, me if they found it. I already did, but okay. um, yeah, I don't know what else. Should we spin it again? What are we spin it? So, so spin it. Keep spinning that fucker. I remember this thing used to be weighted wrong so it could keep landing on the same shit. Hopefully, Victorian plumbing. <laughs> Covered that. Hitler. It's going to keep happening. <laughs> Willis T. That's the third. I left that on the board from fucking two years ago. Because Holy Clowns, I don't know if the Holy Clowns episodes that we did are even findable on the internet anymore but uh you want to tell people who willis t yetz the third is 
this fucking guy. <laughs> Once, okay. Once upon a time, I was, uh, this is after the Partridge family ended and everything, and I had to get back to a normal life. I went to high Wait, school. For those who don't know, and you won't see it on IMDb because he's been blacklisted, it's, but it's, R. Michael Gall was the lost member of the Partridge family. Yeah. Corey oh Feldman God. thinks he's got Hollywood scandal, juicy stuff. Fuck that. They Green completely guess, the erased every every trace of me being on that show. Um, they made me paint the bus by myself. They made me play all the instruments in the studio. No credit, nothing. I had to brush <laughs> David Cassidy's hair for like 20 minutes a fucking day. <laughs> Susan Day would walk past me and like scratch me really hard and then deny it when I would tell on her. That fuck bitch. that bitch yeah fuck her if i ever run into her she better be wearing a fucking cup i'll tell you that much could knock the daylights out of susan day that's right susan knight bitch so i was in high school and uh, i i was on the wrestling team when i was a freshman um respect yeah five pound weight class what were you in i was in the 120 all right i was so the five same weight feet you were when tall you played Cactus Jack. yeah pretty much yeah I was five feet tall and weighed 120. And uh, Willis T. Yetz III had uh, one uh, arm. One arm. <laughs> and, arm. The, and the other arm was this horrifying from, you know, because it was 1979. <laughs> so it was like this hook that did this and you could lock it to like pick shit up. And it was just kind of attached through a series of pulleys and <laughs> right. fucking things. And uh, Hudson Hawk looking Da Vinci shit. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a steampunk arm sticking out before <laughs> steampunk was cool and shit. And he was in some way affiliated with the wrestling team. I don't remember if he was like on the, that seems like it would be unfair in a, a high school yeah. wrestling match to have one guy with like, maybe he's the equipment manager arm. picking through the jock straps like and his little. Yeah. And he was like a senior when I was a freshman. And he used to, they would, they would haze. You were allowed to put your hands on people back then. And bullying was like actual physical bullying. It wasn't. And then he typed something mean about me online. And then I killed myself. My feelings it wasn't, will never be the yeah, same. That's not fucking bullying. That is not fucking bullying. Right. This was bullying. And this guy would have two other guys hold me down. I might lay me on my back. I just love that he had minions. He's like some yeah. fucking yeah. mastermind with an arm. Yeah. Probably some moved flaggies. to fucking Argentina through a tunnel <laughs> or some shit. Looking so, like tote from Indiana Jones <laughs> and shit. He would have people hold me down. And so I couldn't move my arm. And then he would take his fucking death thing and he would put it on my nipple. Oh, clamp. And he, and he would clamp it, and then he would take it off. And it'd be hanging off the fucking oh nipple. God! Yeah, it was horrifying. My left nipple, I, I actually have to wear a shoulder bolster, and I keep my left nipple kind of tucked in it because it's, it's this long now. It's fucking, <laughs> yeah. And uh, this guy- Show me your nipple, dude. <laughs> I want to see your um, nipple right now. <laughs> Oh, Billy. Yeah. Fucking Midwest uh, over here. <laughs> it's a Miami Vice t-shirt. Crockett oh, yeah. and Tubbs. Bitchin', bitchin'. Fuck yeah. There was no terrorism when Crockett and Tubbs were fucking patrolling, by the way. Nobody was flying shit into shit. There were no fucking... They kept us safe. It so Willis T. Yes. beheading each other with chainsaws <laughs> and bathtubs yeah. and hotels and shit. Yeah. But that doesn't affect me. Yeah, that doesn't affect. It's mostly that's, Cuban on Cuban crime. You know? Yeah, that's in Florida, and right. that's not even a real place. No. So Willis T. Yetz the third, I was telling the kids at work about my childhood trauma, and tormenting you. Yeah, yeah. And I described and said it's, it's a unique name, sort of. You know, well, before you make this reveal, was there any resolution with him back in the day, or did you just no. like graduated and never saw him again? But he graduated. Head, you never got him in trouble or nothing. No, no, no. 
I, uh, I uh, quietly was the victim of uh, repeated violent crime, essentially. And um, so if that happened Kimball now, shit. if that happened now, his oh life, he'd be in prison. Yeah. Well, he is disabled. So it might be ableist to prosecute him for his crime. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I was telling I was telling Joe, uh, one of the kids that works for me, that about this, and he found him. Like the next day or something, right? Accidentally. Right. Like he walked into a I'm not gonna say the name of the company because I don't like, want yeah. I don't want my legions of fans going out and <laughs> avenging my assault. Well now once Cactus Jack is out there, the kind of fans you might have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but Joe way, went though, someplace. Is this not like almost evidence that we are living in a simulation? Because the absurd fucking serendipity of you telling Joe about this shit and the next day that guy going into this place and seeing this fucking guy and imagine him when he's like, oh my God, a one-armed guy. <laughs> fucking crazy. Wait, it's the kind of place where the people who work there wear name tags. What the fuck's his name tag say? Yep. Willis so T. the third, right there on the bed. Willis T. <laughs> the third. So Joe, real discreetly, he was buying, he was buying uh, spotted cow, a six pack of spotted cow bottles because Joe drinks beer a lot. And so he sent me, he texted me a couple of pictures <laughs> that he took real discreetly on his phone. He like had, was holding his phone all weird and, uh, got pictures of him of the him he was his cashier and so i've been trying absurd. i've been trying ever since to get someone who works for me to go and get me the and you do have gone. some pretty loyal subjects at this yeah place that you work at he does not deserve that arm he used Joe's that arm for evil for yeah yeah, Joe's still there. How's he doing? Actually, he's good. He's funny, dude. He's good. He he got a he actually went to school for like TV production. Mm. So he's a uh, he's a uh, he works in the booth at um, a local TV news station. That's cool. Yeah, and he still works for me. Well, like five days a month. When he was on Holy Clowns, and this whole thing was discussed before, we hatched various plots for revenge. And if I remember correctly, we had settled upon the idea of getting that motherfucker's arm one way or another. And yeah. it would be hilarious to hang it up like in your studio. You got to build your studio out, dude. Got some serial killer looking shit back there. I, this is this is the family room. This is where I come yeah. and watch TV late at night. My yeah, downstairs Starsky room. and Hutch shit and all that. That's all downstairs. And uh, I, I have to, I still haven't fixed it up. And now I own too many guitars. Never. <laughs> To keep them in my bedroom. I've got right now nine guitars in my bedroom. It's fucking compulsive. I love it. And I've got four more Dude, at work. Let's take Willis T. Yes, the third's arm and make a fucking guitar out of it. You know, when you when you read a story or hear a story about something that happened in history when everything kind of changed. <laughs> And there's that catastrophe moment. That moment yeah. when it all locks in. That was it. That's what I did. That was it. This is origin story level shit. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. So yeah, I like want this. it. Yes. I want it bad. Yeah, I get it. And you're right. It would make an excellent. I'll take this guitar. How can we? And, that is a and I will beautiful. Replace. What is that? That is a 1968 oh my God. Aria Diamond, and it's fucking be king shit. Yeah, at double oh, semi hollow, oh. double cut f holes. Fucking Carrie beautiful. bought this. Carrie surprised me with this one Dude, day. You had me she, at double f holes. <laughs> that was my stripper name. <laughs> when you worked at Arts Performing Center, <laughs> best strip club name ever. Shout out to Arts Performing Center. Fuck Milwaukee. yeah. These old people pre map quest and shit, looking on maps, trying to show up to some show at the Performing Arts Center, walking to the <laughs> CDS strip club arts. 
this isn't Shepherd's the nutcracker scars and shit <laughs> <laughs> yes this isn't oh, the nutcracker. well that move could be called the nutcracker <laughs> exactly oh my god i i did stand up in in a strip club a couple of times um how's that at, go at heartbreakers out in uh out in west dallas well what's what's cool what was really cool about it was that when stand-up kind of started there weren't comedy clubs right and like lenny bruce yeah. started in strip clubs he was the in between the dancers guy yeah, that's awesome. mc guy who would do material between the dancers and so it felt like original and old and dude you, you know. should do a comedy night that's like that that's like themed that era where people have to dress vintage no cell phones you can smoke inside but early 60s yes comic no, is wearing a suit with a thin tie and shit no fake tits just nice old school fair similitude that'd be fun willis t that's the third what's the most legal way we could get his arm how can we get it without committing a crime purchase it from him but what fun is that you could upgrade his arm and take that one but i want to know does he have the vintage arm still because whatever he's rocking now when joe saw him i'm sure isn't the arm probably not probably does not. he still have that motherfucker in some closet can we just break in his house and <laughs> find it without harming him like it might he might be a hoarder and we're helping him out by taking the arm when I fantasize about this while I'm masturbating, which is often, <laughs> what I always we have in the fantasy... A taffy nipple out while you jerk off. <laughs> which is longer, your dick or your nipple? Which is nipple. Nipple. Okay. Uh, what I always fantasize about is he is forcing him to hand it to me. Yes. Give it to Dude, me. Dude, find the two thugs that he had that held you down. <laughs> Find them, get them to help you. Because first, yeah, the, you guilt trip them. They might have guilt over it anyway. 60-year-old guys who peaked yes. in high school. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I'm going to write a movie of this shit. They have start to hanging out. Tasers, at, roofies. I'll start hanging out at those 7 a.m. bars and cut a I'm sure I'll yes. them. The third shift workers and the old men. I fucking love that shit. I used to rock those places when I lived in that frat house on the east side. Yeah, those places are fun. Yeah, but yeah, so that's the Willis T. That's the third story, and uh, it's why I am the way I am. Now. That and your mom. Yeah, that and my mom. She also used to pull my nipples, which was awkward. But yeah, it's like, wait, I thought you were supposed to be breastfeeding me. What's going on? <laughs> your mom's always sucking your nipples. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we're back, motherfuckers. <laughs> no more book reports. I'm spinning the wheel. Spin that fucker. <laughs> so you're having a midlife crisis, huh? I am having a midlife crisis. I am. Um, and it's the guitars. Mm. Like, like it's at least not like... Aren't you a little old for a midlife? Isn't this like a two-thirds... Kind of. Midlife crisis <laughs> doesn't. I mean, if well, I was I'm really gonna have, if I was really gonna have a midlife crisis, it would have happened. You know, being honest and how I feel and how I treat my body, I would have been thirty. Yeah, when I had a midlife crisis. Right. But when a middle aged, not even middle aged, I'm a senior. You're having an citizen. existential crisis, though. Yeah, it hit me not too long ago that I'm actually a senior citizen. How old are you exactly? I'm 56. I'll be 57 in December. Not, isn't oh 55 usually 55. for like getting five. Yeah, that's what all the menus say. I Dude, can I'm get like three refills of shit. coffee at McDonald's. That's I can amazing. order off the back page. I can get a breaded veal cutlet, mashed potatoes, and green beans any fucking place I want. You know and when you no one else life? can. When you get carded trying to use the senior discount, that's when you're doing all right. Sadly, like they don't, they don't card me. Mm. Oh, they believe it. I wonder it. if you wore a hairpiece if they'd card you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, midlife have you ever worn a toupee? I jokingly had one 
that I found in a thrift store. <laughs> a thrift store toupee. Fuck. Oh that. my god, it was awful. And I Dude, used we to gotta wear get it. You, I want you to do an episode with a shitty toupee. That'd be hilarious. I want it. I want. I would love to wear hair in a movie. I really yeah. would. Not well, and not not jokingly, but like have it be good. You know. Well, that I thing I was it. talking to you about that covers like thirty years. We could start you with hair, and by the end of yeah. it, yeah. I miss it. I miss hair so bad. Yeah, you had some bitching hair, dude. I you were did. like rock, dude. Sunset strip hair almost. Fuck yeah. Well, I, you, hey, you weren't the hairspray type, were you? I was fucking, oh, are you kidding me? Moose, moose, gel, hairspray, sun in, perms. Oh my God. I was all over out it. Chlorofluorocarbons. There's like a yeah. hole in the ozone layer over you everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah. I am why people get skin cancer now. <laughs> You're welcome, Australia. For that and testing <laughs> nukes out in the fucking Washington Atoll. So, the midlife crisis. Yeah. A few years ago, I uh, I bought uh, an electric... We have this... this uh, my day job is I run an escape room in downtown Milwaukee, for those of you who don't know. And we have four different rooms there. They have different themes. One of them is the 1980s. It's a 1980s record. The nostalgia had to be just on your was, back every day. Fucking awesome. I got Billy Squire's shoes hanging on the wall, for those of you who know the story. They used to be um, in the podcast set here, and I missed them. God yeah, damn it. they're now up on the wall in the 80s. Or no one 90s. knows the Billy Squire story because you made me fucking cut it out of our old podcast. <laughs> he was probably for the best. on the wheel. I almost left him on the wheel, but I didn't want to do that to you. <laughs> um, so I wanted to hang, like, I wanted to go and get, like, a, an electric guitar and hang it from the wall too like a like a metal looking 80s guitar so i went to music go round in greenfield fine establishment and i bought like a 60 dollar fucking electric guitar and hung it on the wall and then i decided well maybe we should have two so i could fuck around with one so i bought another one hung it on the wall took the other one down and just started yeah yeah I mean, I, like I over I, the PA and shit. No, 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 that would no, be no. Rad. just stay plugged in, man. No, but I had, I had just played a little guitar it. back a thousand years ago and stuff. And I took lessons when I was a kid, and, you know, one, I wanted to be Robin Zander from cheap trick. I didn't want to be like a lead guitar. So for those guy, who don't know, but... our Michael Gall is a multi-talented motherfucker yeah. and he's not just a <laughs> guitar player, but an excellent songwriter, which is the reason Lady Gaga is on this wheel. So one of these days <laughs> you might hit that. Yeah, um, but I always only played just enough guitar to write songs. Like I would work yeah. out a melody on it and stuff like that. And I haven't done that for years. Stopped writing songs years ago and stuff. Picked that back up again too since I got a ton of shit now, and I'm oh. starting to record new stuff and things. Um, but then when the pandemic hit, I kind of got weird and started buying as many cheap guitars as i could so now my new obsession is i will buy i'll go on facebook marketplace and i will buy like a 50 dollar beat up old electric you know like a like a strat copy cheap mm-hmm. strat copy from the 80s or 90s and i'll take them all apart i take them all apart wow. take everything out take the pickups out all the all the pots all everything and then I build new ones out of all these different parts. And then I'll send away for like genuine vintage fender pickups or mm-hmm. knobs and stuff like that. So I've got all these guitars. It's like the classic car guy, but with exactly. Guitars. Exactly. But it's like if the classic car guy was like, I'm gonna buy a Camaro, an old Camaro and an old Trans Am yeah. and make one new car that doesn't exist it's like us 80s kids who would take the gi joes apart and like reassemble them with different yep. body parts put the shit. head of a yes. barbie on your gi joe and <laughs> shit like that because you don't know how joe identifies these days he could right don't ask him tell him. right joe policy so at this point now and then carrie has encouraged it by gifting me a couple of really awesome guitars and these are the only two guitars that i don't take apart these are going to remain untouched my first electric guitar when i was 13 
was a uh, an old Lotus Les Paul copy. It was jet black. Nice. And I was telling her when I was looking for guitars that I wanted to find one just like it. My sure. birthday rolls around. That thoughtful bitch. And all of a sudden, there's a. It wasn't a Lotus because Lotuses were like really cheap and shitty. Mm-hmm. Like get them out of the pennies catalog and shit. Um, but she bought me this amazing 2018 Epiphone Les Paul Traditional Code Pro Three. Same. It looks identical awesome. to the guitar that I had. Fuck yeah. And and then she also gifted me that that uh, 335 that I just held up before. A friend of hers was getting rid of it. And I had lusted after it. And I was looking, I was trying to help the friend. friend. Yeah, the, the the guitar. And I was trying to help the friend kind of oh, determine yeah. value. Determine the value of it. So I was looking them up online. It's like, they're like $900,000 guitars. And she went out to dinner with the friend one night. And she's when she came home, she said, hey, I have stuff. I stopped at the store on the way home. Could you run down to my car and grab it? And I did. And there's this fucking guitar and an old ass Rickenbacker amp. Just like, cause it was a Tuesday. She gave it to me. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I have 11 other ones. People love you, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's hard to get used to. It's like, um, yeah. And I have 11 other ones. These gifts and shit. Out of the guitars that out of the thirteen, well, that let I me have, ask you this though: is this what? is this not just a fucking dope, awesome hobby? Especially when you talk about the whole reclamation aspect of it. What makes you? Where's the midlife crisis of it? Is it really an existential thing? Or are you? What are you feeling is. about all this? It's the obsession really- of it. Like it's not just a hobby. Like I, I will lose sleep because I'm sitting on my phone going through Facebook Marketplace. Is it replacing another obsession? Because some people just keep leapfrogging obsession to obsession. So when they hit a phase like this. Yeah, I haven't had a hobby for a very long time. Okay, so, so it's, it's not replacing nowhere, anything. Like cocaine it's, or it's, anything? It's like, a, well, I don't do cocaine addiction. anymore. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it fills a hole though. And it's fucking... Yeah. I, I am never... In a room, unless I have to be somewhere where it's not possible, but there is always a guitar within a few feet of it's me. That's how Chris is too. You know, Chris just lays or sits yeah. down, always just noodling on it. It's fucking awesome when we're just hanging and just got somebody just. Yeah. Like I'll come in here at night. I'll come in here at night to like binge watch Cobra Kai or The Boys or some shit. While you watch. And I've always got at least, usually it's two guitars I bring because I don't know what kind of mood I'll be in because they all have different personalities. I name them. Dude, they have names. I an idea to you. You know, I'm a concept guy. You make concept albums where like you have 11 guitars or whatever. Like what do you have right now? Nine or 11? 13. Like, so you have 13 guitars. So this album has 13 songs on it. Each one you play with a different guitar. If you keep it. getting them up to 26, you have some album with 26 songs on exactly. it. Each exactly. Each guitar has to get a fucking day in the sun. How much time do we have left? Because I really have to pee. Probably like 20 minutes or something. Hold that thought. Talk about something. I'll pause it. Oh, yeah, I can fill it. I'll be this, back I in guess. less than a minute. All right. I'm going to pause it, actually. because. Uh... All right, I just paused recording. I was oh, okay. Emails and shit. All right. Um, oh. So I've become obsessed also with the blues, which is just, I, I, I'm constantly, like at the sound system at, at work has to always be on a BB King station. Love it. I that, love, and, I like these Apple programs and shit now. You know, same thing Spotify does, whatever, how they send you kind of down a rabbit hole. If you pick something you like, have you discovered any dope-ass blues dudes you'd never heard or anything? A couple, yeah. I I, uh, I, I wasn't, I mean, I knew Howlin' Wolf existed, but never really I've did. been really getting into Howlin' Wolf. Dope shit. Yeah. And what's funny is if you leave it on, I think it's, I think it's Pandora we use or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shit. And... If you leave it on a blues station, it always ends up going to Led Zeppelin because they stole everything. 
they did. from old fucking blues players. I mean, it's amazing. Rock in general comes from that shit, but no, but literally Led Zeppelin yeah, took yeah. songs and said yeah. they wrote them. It's fucking crazy. So I, I do. Everyone I try should to be play to Led Zeppelin shit in movies now. It should just become right? public domain. Like fuck you. Yeah, I dare you to sue me for stealing a Led Zeppelin song. Um, but like, I try to, I try to learn the solos from like BB King songs, yeah. and I'm obsessed now with David Gilmore, the lead guitarist from Pink Floyd. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. The company before I die. That song is is everything to that song is me. I've just sent you some recordings Chris did of that so that's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with learning that solo. You gotta and, play us in with the thrill is gone or some shit next <laughs> episode. I'll work on it. So uh, what I play constantly the stuff, so I'm writing a lot of new music, and all of it either either sounds like old blues or pink floyd like i'll be sitting there fucking around and carrie will walk through the room and go that sounds like pink floyd nice (laughs) and just keep that's a fucking compliment pink floyd's the shit david Gilmore's top oh my god mount rushmore guitarist probably for me yeah absolutely absolutely do you one of the guitars good one of the guitars that i built is uh a copy of his famous black strap that he played all that stuff on and I, uh, I mean, see, it's I to see like Roger nine Waters. different ones. Oh, how was he? Wall. It was crazy because yeah. we sat like perpendicular. We got tickets late, but we we're looking at the profile of the stage, essentially, which was crazy because we were seeing it was like meta seeing them build the wall on the set as they, you know, and we had a peak oh, backstage, basically. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was a really cool way to see it, actually. But uh, the whole time, I'm just like, where's David Gilmer? Why can't you fuckers all just get along? Yeah. Yeah. On. Oh, yeah. It hurts. I Bands mean, they're so full of bitches. They're yeah. one of those situations. Pink Floyd was one of those situations where, kind of like Simon and Garfunkel, because Paul Simon was the gifted songwriter in that situation. But Art Garfunkel is the gifted vocalist in For that sure. situation. Garfunkel fucking killed. Uh, uh, and Roger Waters, of course, was writing all those tremendous yeah. songs, but just like I hate Roger Waters' voice. He can't yeah. sing. And he plays the bass, and that's okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but without David Gilmore, there's no Pink Floyd, dude. But without Roger Waters, when David Gilmore kept Pink Floyd going, like in, into the 80s, and they had that song like "Learning to Fly" and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They did a couple albums. It just—it's missing the Roger Waters. It's a synergy. Yeah, man. you get these groups together. And I was about to say, I wish they could all get together and just stay cool. But I will admit, having collaborated with people creatively and shit, if it's a creative difference, I get it. You want to go do your own thing. If it's a personality difference, you should be able to work that shit out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but and if, it if appears they just, they just to go hate different each directions other. creatively. It's like cool, you know. Yeah, and they just appear to like hate each other. Every yeah. time I've ever seen an interview with either one, they have to take a little, little poke at the <laughs> other one. Just kind of cool. It'd be hilarious if they actually love each other and call each other every day, and it's just this <laughs> public ruse they've been doing for forty years. Yeah, that's awesome. Should I spin? Do you spin well, it? Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we're gonna go a little past the buzzer because I paused it, but the buzzer, the timer kept going. Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's like no one wants to go first. I'll jump if you jump. I feel like I feel like it's really none of anyone's business if a person decides they want to end a pregnancy it's two people's business the 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 man and the woman in that situation and it's only the man's business if it wasn't a rape or well incest is rape too if it wasn't a rape 
basically. It's only the man's business then. But even in the case of like a one night stand, if, if, if two people hook up and the woman gets pregnant, she shouldn't really be allowed to terminate that without the input of the man, because it was the input of the man that created that situation in the first place. Uh, and, and government getting involved is just most, one of the most asinine things I've ever, it, I mean, the problem for, I think anyway, the problem with a lot of the laws in this country has always been that it's a Christian nation. So a lot of the laws are based on the 10 fucking commandments, which is the most childish. Yeah, this whole argument is thing. really predicated upon belief in a soul. Yeah. Which is fucking pretty nuts. Because if, you know. That's a purse. No, that's, a, no, dude, that's not how it works. If, and, and like just my bottom line opinion on, on when a person starts is if you could remove that child from that woman, if you could remove that, that fetus from that woman's body and it could survive on its own without being hooked up to anything, then it's a viable person. Before that, it's not. Just Batter in a bowl is just devil's decay. advocating. Does that mean this is what they would ask you if this was a debate? Does that mean that premature babies who are born and need to go on an incubator or something aren't viable people? No, no, right. that's a health. That's a trap they're trying to set for you. Yeah, that's a health situation. That's a that's an unhealthy. That was an unhealthy pregnancy that resulted in a temporarily unhealthy baby, and okay. Wait. A lot of times, babies that are born prematurely have lifelong health issues. Right, but that's or not some to say sort of they should be or some sort of de- yeah. no, but that's the eugenics but, people worry about, you know. But they're not done cooking yet, so they're not completely ready. Right, which is why they'll continue to have, uh, you know, a deformity or health issues throughout their life. Tragically. Which I think, yeah. I think argues my point. So you go even earlier than that. So a, a preemie right. that is always going to be small or always going to be, you know, have a club foot or whatever. <laughs> See, this does hedge us into like eugenics type arguments, though, which is some interesting, tricky shit to get into. It's the a whole- viable, they're obviously a viable person. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that's evidence that that entire gestation period is yeah. really that, fucking necessary before it's a person. Yeah, and it hedges into, that's the thing, to get back to the foundational issue, because that's like layers deep in this argument, kind of. It boils down to that whole soul thing, when life begins, conception, or at a certain period or trimester or whatever throughout this process. But if we live in this country where we have to take everyone's stupid-ass religious opinions into the mix and respectfully allow them to have those opinions. Those people truly believe it's a fucking murder of the most defenseless life form there is a fucking little baby or whatever. If they truly believe that it's murder, the way that the left or people who are pro-choice deal with them is so counterproductive. Like the argument that you just want to control women and all that kind of shit. Let's say you're making bad, disingenuous arguments. Let's focus on them thinking you're murdering babies. Make the point right. that you're not. Prove how it isn't murdering babies and how life doesn't begin at conception. You know what I mean? Yeah. Screaming back, my body, my choice. Yeah. Wrong. Just makes you seem like tactic. a cunt. It just makes <laughs> you seem like a cunt. It does. Hey, you're killing somebody. Hey, you know what? I get to fuck it's you. It's growing in me. I get to kill it. It's a parasite yeah. or something. It's so just not taking into account why they have this belief that it's murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sucks because you always like, all right, if you think they're just stupid and you're an atheist and you're a rationalist or whatever, and you think they're full of shit, right? Like myself as well. You still have to meet them where they're at and defuse that bomb. You can't just meet fire with fire or whatever. You know what I mean? You can't use your own brand of lunacy to counteract theirs. It's crazy. I like to uh I like to when when I met with that argument, 
with the the soul and and they started when when dad came basically <laughs> yeah and then oh um, god i'm awake good lord where am i why is Marky it so Marks. sticky oh, yeah. face. um I like to point out that their own book in in Genesis at the, at the beginning, Adam wasn't a person until God breathed the breath. He formed him Ooh. out of dirt, and then he breathed the breath of life into him. And that is when he started. So he's on the out. He's out. Side, the first two people, according to this fairy tale, were both made out of speaking of incest spare parts. <laughs> they were both made out of spare parts. Well, Eve was made out of spare parts on the outside, and God had to do something to like crank them up. He Dr. Frankenstein their asses and got jerked off on them, and yeah, they fucking grew from his magic seed. Yeah, but it's it's a soul is just these are adults that believe <laughs> it's this. Absurd. It's frightening, honestly. It's terrifying. And they get to drive cars and be in front of me in line at fucking Taco Bell and 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 the super church thing right now. They're like creating these honeycomb mega colonies and shit now. And oh you you seen Jesus Camp, right? That old documentary. Yeah, yeah. They're like made a concerted efforts to fucking infiltrate stages of government. And it's like, oh my god. That's the thing. Have your dumbass beliefs. Believe whatever the fuck you want. But when you're like making these insidious efforts to get a hold of the Supreme Court and fucking control people and make everyone else act to your stupid ass belief system, fuck off. But what's yes, in in practical reality, have being a person who doesn't share that belief system, it's of course really, it has really to be the irritating. Default. It has to be the default. We can only agree upon everything that which we all can agree upon. Right. But if you think about it, the people that the Christians that are just so about this are doing exactly their job as Christians. They're I've following their religion really well. They're so they're good yeah. Christians. They're just shitty neighbors. Right. Like here's what sucks. The Westboro Baptist Church are actually yeah. like the best Christians. To a, yeah. You can make an argument, and that is such a comment on what Christianity is, that it's fucking, it's these cherry pickers who perpetuate these dumbass belief systems, because you go to church every Sunday out of tradition and shit, and you don't give a fuck about seven of the commandments or whatever. You're not really yeah. a Christian, so just stop it and stop making it mainstream with your half-ass shit. If you're a Christian and you're not in front of an abortion clinic with a fucking sign yelling at ladies as they go in, you're kind of a bullshit Christian. So just stop. Yeah. And if you're yeah. not going to go that far, just shut the fuck up, stay home and watch football on Sundays and have a better life. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and to the rest of those loonies, we give them lobotomies. <laughs> now, have your dumbass belief. Like I said, believe whatever the fuck you want. It's the same thing, the argument they would use about transgender issues or whatever. You know what I mean? It's Don't like even trying start. to control that's, each other. That's not on the wheel, is it? No, I'll put it on the uh, wheel for some other time. But, uh, <laughs> tread carefully, Cactus Jack. Yeah. Should yeah. I spin this thing again? Sure. This, yeah. Hitler. <laughs> Drink piss. Uh -huh. Those are midlife crisis again. Get out of here. What's the problem with this thing? We're planning on the same shit. The Queen. Queen Elizabeth. I, for one, can't wait for Adam Lambert to take over. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. Nice. Um, she. The boy's got some pipes. Yeah, she, if you think about her, I was having a conversation with Courtney at work about this and all the things that this woman witnessed historically 
It's insane. It's just, and being in a position of power while those things were going on, it's just, it's just mind blowing to me. Like she was there for all of it. It's like Forrest Gumpian, but you're not just this interloper kind of moving through it all. You're like a fucking paragon in that whole system. It's weird. She played like the most epic, weird, psychedelic game of The Sims ever. Her (laughs) life, just like, what? The day she died, or the day they announced she died. We don't really know when. She she could have died in 1980, for all we know. They don't tell us shit. (laughs) But the day they announced she died. One of the people came into work and I was there and, and I, and I was like, Hey, did you get queen died? And, and she was like, no, Oh my God. How? <laughs> she died of being fucking Sids. 96. What the fuck, are crib death. what the fuck are you talking about? The umbilical cord is wrapped around her neck. <laughs> dummy. She died of being fucking her. She was yeah. 107 years old. What was he, 96, technically? 96. How'd well, she die? How, how'd wait, she wait. live? Since life begins at conception, she was probably 97, actually. I have to do the math, but... There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. No, what are your thoughts about being on a woman, Being a woman through all of this, too, though, and a woman world leader, as we've... So, I mean, when she... What year was she born? In 96. I mean, women's suffrage was around the time she was born that movement yeah you know what yeah. i mean so to go all the way through that the 50s the civil rights the bra burning the different waves of feminism into this argument where now she lives in england with jk rowling who's one of the most powerful women on earth because she made up some fucking boring ass ho-hum kid story gets called a turf because she's defending what it is to be a woman or whatever. It's just such a fucking wild ride. Like, and we talk about the Gumpian aspect of it as she traipsed through history, but just the social context of it all is so fucking yeah. weird of what she must have lived through, experiencing it as again. And we're like, there's pictures of her with Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? What a fucking existence. So strange. And to contrast that, that's what's wild about it. Like when you look at dogs and you're like, they're all pretty kind of close to each other, even though there's these wild differences with breeds or whatever. And humans, the same way, the difference between my 600 pound life and fucking Michael Jordan or whatever. And then you contrast her against like just some peasant in Calcutta, some untouchable or something. Like if we send some fucking box to the aliens an info box or something or a time capsule to aliens and they were to look at human life and existence and everything she's one of them you almost put in there as like the paragons i don't know maybe it's just because she's modern in our lifetime it would have been henry the eighth or something but uh again i think the woman aspect of it is interesting like the first elizabeth lived in a time where it was pretty static women's rights whatever this other one lived through this whole wild ride of it. All the changes. To the point where they're yeah. not even defending what does it mean to be a woman. They're talking about it on Fox News and shit. Like, <laughs> it's so crazy. And the fact that you said the queen died. Did you hear? The queen. Like, she's the world's queen for some reason. Right. Right. The queen. Like, the queen yeah. of Malaysia or whatever. Fuck <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, she was... I mean, one of the vestigial monarchies, there aren't too many monarchies left, and monarchy itself is fucking absurd. We talk about religion being a dumb old vestigial idea. Monarchies? Get the fuck out of here. I still don't even know. I don't even know what her job exactly was. Dude, I don't... Like, was she making policy? Was she... All right, we can go a few minutes past this, because the last break... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, are people now, are people in the UK and in the different places that they, you know, own, are they worried about Charles' reign? Is he going to change shit? Can he change well, now shit? It's almost, it is just a figurehead, though. When did that point happen where power was pretty much given over to Parliament? I don't remember the year. Was that in her lifetime? Maybe it was because she was yeah, who, a 26-year-old like, girl. All that power. I shouldn't know this, I feel like, but fuck, then why? It's some other country's history. Like, why should yeah. we 
super well versed in it. I mean, when she took when she took the uh, the, the throne, she was a twenty six year old right. girl. Just not. That's a baby. That's so crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why monarchy is absurd. Uh, Obama died in office, so Malia or whatever her fucking name is right. has to be president now. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? That is some ancient, almost ape shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. And it's a good thing. It's.